0: Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. I tell you what, we are excited about you on today, amen, in the name of Jesus, look, we love you so much. And there is just nothing, okay, that you could ever think to do about it. Nothing at all that you could ever think to do about it. Amen. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing uh, that you can do about, okay, the love that we have for you over here on podcast. Amen. On our channel. Love you so much. Amen. Love you so much. Hallelujah. Amen. Exactly. To have to walk Amen. In the name of Jesus, I tell you what, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Be glad. In it! Hallelujah! Uh, In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank You, Lord God, for being who You are, Lord. Lord, we just thank You, Lord, for being worthy to be praised, Lord. Thank You, Lord God, for being worthy to be lifted up, worthy to be glorified, worthy to be exalted, Lord. Lord, we appreciate you, Lord God, for allowing us to be your children even, Lord, allowing us to call you Abba. Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you, Lord, for going before this podcast. Thank you for going before the listeners that will tune in to this podcast, Lord God, I thank you, Lord, for going before us, thank you, Lord, for our daily bread, thank you, Lord, for giving me the strength, Lord God, to come on, Lord God, again, Lord God, we thank you for the fellowship, Lord God, together in unity, Lord God, thank you for the strength that you give us through the unity, Lord, In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for preaching through me, teaching through me, singing through me, Lord, exhorting through me. Whatever you desire to do through me, Lord God, I yield myself as your vessel, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, use me as you see so fit. Lord, we thank you. We ask you to forgive us for our sins, any transgressions, wrong thoughts, wrong motives, evil intent, Lord. Lord, thank you for creating us a clean heart and renewing in us a right spirit. In the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for coming, Lord, and going before those that will come into the live, Lord God, those that will listen later. Thank you, Lord God, for continuing to order their steps in your word, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So, saints, I wanted to come in the name of Jesus, encourage you, amen, on today, to encourage you on today that, uh... The God knows everything that you're going through. Amen. God knows everything, okay, that we go through. He does. And with that being said, we're going to come from John this morning. Top of the morning to everyone. Amen. Top of the morning to everyone. Look, we love you. Nothing you can do about it. Again, nothing. Uh-uh. Hey. In the name of Jesus, nothing you can do about it. John, okay, chapter 18. In the name of Jesus, John chapter 18, all right? And it reads like this. It says, when Jesus had spoken these words, okay, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Cedron, where was a garden? into the which he entered and his disciples. Now, it just seems like every time, most times, uh, Jesus had life-changing decisions to make. There's a garden. We talked about a garden on yesterday. There's that three-tier. But the mind is the incubation to the things that the soul is going to, uh the soul begins to... These are things, okay, the mind begins to incubate these desires and these desires begin to manifest, right? These desires begin to manifest. The soul begins to want this. The mind begins to incubate this, okay, and then here we have the manifestation after a time because uh as a man thinks so is he amen so we have that manifestation there yes and so with that being said the lord told us in his word every time you know we talk about these things there's always uh antidote right there's always something that the lord has told us to do which uh counter counteract okay or causes us to be safe from the snares of the enemy all we have to do is listen right listen listen and take heed okay take heed to what the lord is is saying and take heed what the lord is is doing so it says when jesus has spoken these words he went forth with his disciples over the brook of cedron there was a garden into the which he entered and his disciples all right um This garden, now Jesus has gotta make some, some big decisions here, right? Because he has these powers. He's gotta make decisions here. You know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus prayed, right? He had to make decision because he could have went in rebellion. He could have went and said, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it as far as the cross. I'm not gonna do it. You know, I can't do it. He could have. But still, his submission to the work, his submission to his calling, his submission to the mandate, his submission to it, okay, um, calls him to make the correct decision. Because we have the appearance, yeah, every day, all right, man of God, every day, daughter of Zion, we have the appearance of having choices, you know. We have that appearance of having choices, but when it all boils down, if we choose the wrong choice, all right, if we choose the wrong choice, it just doesn't go over so well, right? The The Lord begins to be upset and, you know, he chasing those he loves and then there's butt whoopings and, you know, uh, chastisements and timeouts and all type of stuff all type of stuff. And uh yeah, you know, um this is why uh it's, it 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 do us good, okay? It do does us great to go ahead on and submit to what the Lord is saying and giving us to do. Every last one of us has something to do in this life, and it's good to go ahead on and submit to the things that the Lord has given us to do. Amen. God has given us gifts, talents, uh things that he desires For us to accomplish in the earth realm and it just do us good to accomplish these things amen it does us good to accomplish these things um yes 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 so we see jesus here in the garden and i i came to encourage you on today those of you look there is a garden all right there is a garden in in all of us in our minds and theres there are places, okay, where we can find sinkholes. Now we talked about a sinkhole a couple of days ago. There are sinkhole different sinkholes that a that a saint can find themselves in, and this is one of those great sinkhole saints uh dealing with betrayal. Sometimes we can find ourselves in a sinkhole, all right in this dimension here. All right. Dealing with betrayal. Dealing with betrayal. All right. So we're going to read on real quick in the name of Jesus. We're going to read on. So he finds himself in a garden again. All right. Verse two says, and Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place for Jesus oft times resorted thither with his disciples. Now Judas knew the place. Judas was the betrayal, right? Judas was the one that was going to betray him. Judas knew the place, right? Because he had been with him. And I was, I was, uh, joking with the Lord before we got on here and I'm like, Lord, you know, it's amazing how you can, a person can try to uh cleanse their environment of who they might think a betrayer is, right? So I'm at work and there are different betrayers. I'm at church, there are different betrayers. I'm in the supermarket, I work there, there are different betrayers, right? Uh Corporate, there are different betrayers there. And with that being said, we can sometimes say, you know, I'm not going to be in this corporate. I'm not going to be in this cooperation anymore because there are too many betrayers or I'm not going to be in this city, this state, this town anymore because there are too many betrayers, right? We could go move up in the mountaintop. Listen to me. We could go move up in the mountaintop, right? We have a place in the mountain. They're real safe away from all betrayers, right? And there could be people, they know you went up to the mountaintop. That's all they know. So now they've come up to the mountaintop to look for you, right? But at least you don't have any betrayers around, correct? It. This is how life works sometimes, okay? Now, okay, now there's an old owl, you know, an owl in the tree. And as the people are getting closer, the owl is like, whoo! And you are looking out the window and you're like, shut up, please shut up, shut up, shut up. And the owl is like, hoo hoo!" It's an old owl just being an owl. You know owls say who, who, who. But as the owl is hollering and screaming, "Hoo who, as owls do, it's it's alarming the people that's looking for you, right? And so now the people are kind of sort of using that owl, you know, as a landmark. Okay, the what where, where, where was that sound? What was that sound? Maybe this, maybe they, you know, and it's just funny, right? It's it's, it's hilarious to, you know, say I've cleansed myself and my circle has become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, but the Lord is always going to allow, oh, uh, he's always going to allow it because many times enemies are the ones that uh hold our next, right? And what I mean by that is, um, it's like a test, having to go through the test. What is the test? Well, I'm gonna let this enemy come up against you. Or I'm gonna let this come up against you, that come up against you. And if you pass the test correctly, then now you're next level, right? Now you're next level. And uh we look at it sometimes and say, well, if I didn't go through by way of the enemy and defeating the enemy and whoever he choose to use, I would not have made it to this next level and this is why we associate uh enemies being uh that next level right and being able to defeat that enemy to get to the next level Jesus here um we see him in these gardens and he's got to defeat the enemy to get to the next level now. To to Jesus, the next level, uh, carnally, with us looking at it carnally, the next level seems like death. So why in the world do you have to go through here just for your next level to be death, right? But the spirit man, thank you, Holy Ghost, the spirit man sees far above that, right? The carnal man sees you're doing all this for what? Why, 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 why are you doing all this? Like literally, why are you doing all this? This is what the carnal man sees, right? You're doing all this for nothing. But the spirit man sees something totally different, right? The spirit man sees that you really are uh, going to allow repentance and salvation to reach those that are lost, right? You're really going to change the scope of things. So we can look at it carnally. We're going through, you might be going through a betrayal right now. You may can look at it carnally. Or you can look at that thing spiritually. Right? After this, okay, comes the manifest of the sons of God. After this. After this level here. And many times too, while we're dealing with the enemy, whoever the enemy is abiding in too, we're dealing with, uh a part of ourselves uh the flesh that we dwell in. The flesh don't really care nothing about anybody either. So while we're fighting uh say an opponent um uh, that has a spirit, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, we know this, but against principalities, power, spiritual weakness in high places. So while wrestling against this spirit, right, we're also wrestling against the mentality in our own minds that this is just too much you know i you know i'm about to throw my hands up uh nah because this next level it don't look appealing literally this next level does not look appealing as a matter of fact it looks like i have to give even more than you know than than reaping a reward it seems like it's death for me right uh i I look at um David I look at David and David after David had gotten anointed right David got anointed what what did David do after he got anointed okay this is great, the calling on my life is great this is wonderful, but then David didn't just just because he got anointed to be king. Uh, he started right then. He started right then in the humility phase. He did. He started in the humility phase. What does that mean? That means going back to work out there, going back out there and start dodging more poop of the sheep. Don't step in that mess. Don't step in that mess. Don't step in that mess. Right. Uh Make sure the bears, the lions, and the tigers don't eat the sheep. Go back to do what you were doing. And that's that's a humility, especially when you realize. The Lord has put you here for such a time as this. Now you have to go back and tend sheep again. You know what I'm saying? Bah! To attend the sheep. So that's 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 a humility phase. So now that you know who God has placed you and the assignment that the Lord has giving you, will you go back and, and 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 tend the sheep? Will you do it? Right? Will you do it? And it's like, okay. I've been out here, Lord. I've been singing to you. I've been praying to you. I've been dealing with these sheep. And now my next level has come, right? Now the word has come. The word for my life has come. The expectation that I've had has come. Uh Now it makes sense why I'm equipped the way I am. Now it makes sense, okay, uh why uh I feel the way I do. Now it makes sense. Right. Uh why I don't just let issues go. Just let it go. Just let it go. No, no, no. We're not going to let it go. Right. We're not going to let it go because if we let it go, it's going to show up again. No, we're going to kill this thing right now. Right. It just makes sense why uh, I uh I feel like there's a solution to everything. It makes sense. You know, it makes sense why I have compassion for people. I don't even know. It just makes sense. Now that this word has come, I've received the word, the word of the Lord has come. Now it makes sense to me why I am like I am. Right. And after all of the wow moments of now it makes sense. Okay. Now you have to go back to work. And it seems like I might as well just have kept doing what I was doing, right? David, you might as well just, I mean, you took time. You got anointed. Now you back out here doing what you was doing. And sometimes our mindset, if we don't have our thinking correct, our mindset could tell us, you know what? You might as well just, you might as well just, I mean, really, it's not doing anything. You might as well just stop. You might as well just quit, right? Our mindsets can tell us this. And with that reasoning, okay, that is the enemy coming through the voice of reason. And it's nobody else's voice but our own. Ain't no sense of me keep doing this. This is a, this is a, this is a hot mess. You know what? It's so much other stuff I could be doing because this ain't working, right? If we look at it the way we see it sometimes and a lot of times, just say you can get ministered to, prophesied to, and you're like, yes, Lord, you've been waiting on this word for years, you fall out all the way to the flow, and you stay there for about three, five, ten minutes. By the time you get up, you feel like you can conquer the world, right? But then, the Lord allowed the biggest trial to come and knock us over the head. And, and we, sometimes, if we don't hold fast, You'll wonder, where in the world did the word go that I got? Many times people just go ahead on and forget the word that they got. Forget the prophecy. You know, look at all this I'm going through. Right? A lot of times the Lord allow. so what am I saying? I'm saying sometimes after, uh, it seems like there's been a breakthrough, sometimes it could, it can have an appearance of death. But if you hold fast and keep the faith, run this race with patience and and continue to have that expectation that God is able to do just what he said he's going to do, this is when we begin to receive the benefits of uh, the word that God has given us. We begin to receive the benefit even from that dark period that dark trial there that uh we had to go through in order to get on the other side because believe it or not uh there's always something to learn in the darkness did you learn in your place of darkness are you in your place of darkness right now and if you are are you learning because there's always something to get in the place of darkness even if it's nothing but being thankful for the light. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? There's always something to learn in the place of darkness, even when it comes to to being thankful. Like, Lord, you brought me through. I got through. I received the word of the Lord. I I went through this space of darkness. Thought I was going to die. And a lot of times, many times, the Lord wants you to die. He wants us to die in this place of darkness. He's like yeah okay now that you've gotten the word i gotta make sure pride don't come with you everybody don't go through that period of darkness after a word everybody don't some people go right from the word right to and a lot of times this is unhealthy the lord's way many times after he's told you what you're going to do sometimes or what he expects of us many times we begin to go through the process of cleansing and when we look at cleansing, we look at being relaxed in a bubble bath, right? We look at just wonderful, God is just doing wonderful things and oh, this is a time of cleansing and purification. But many times the Lord, he, he, he turns the fire up. I got to get you, I got to make sure you're turned up as gold, why? Because I'm your father and I love you, and when you begin to walk in the purpose that I have for you, I don't want you to mess up. I don't want you to foul out. And there's a difference now between um between doing something and being caught in a snare, right? And you learning from that is difference. It's a difference in that and fouling out. Fouling out is pretty much going our own way thinking that you know we're incapable of uh, of failing God. I'm incapable of um backsliding. I'm in, I'm incapable of uh you know embarrassing God. I'm incapable. Many times the Lord allows this process, okay, that we deem dark because we get to going through all type of things. Physically, naturally, emotionally, financially, spiritually. All, it seems like all things breaking loose. Everything is breaking loose. It's like, Lord, I'm trying every, every time I try harder, it's, it's, it's worse, right? It's worse and worse and worse. And a lot of times in this place, uh, we're like, I don't understand, Lord, why every time I get a good word, here I am, here the enemy is, and I gotta go through this and go through that. Because the Lord wants us to be purified. Now I've given you this and, and I want you to hold on to my word while you're, while I purify you for this position, while I continue to purify you and cleanse you and get you ready because once I say, yes, it's time for you to do it. All right. It's time for you to walk and it's time for you to go. I want you to be cleansed because it's necessary. Amen. How many know? That when we say, "I come in the stead of the Lord," right, I'm speaking on the Lord's behalf, Lord, make me your instrument. The Lord desires cleanliness. He does I want you to be clean, washed, all right, and to the carnal uh to the carnal mind, God's washing is not it's not pleasing to us all right to the to the carnal mind. The way the Lord choose to wash us is not it's not pleasing because we have to go through the washing of the water of the word. Do you understand? There are so many people that's trying to do away with the Bible. Why? Because it's not pleasing to them. I don't I don't want to go by the way of the word because it's too many, too much stuff in there that causes me to my, it causes my flesh to to. To go through some things. It causes my flesh to be crucified. It causes my flesh to not feel well. Right? But cleansing to us is different from cleansing to the Lord. The Lord says, I got to purify you so that you can turn up as gold. So this means putting you in an uncomfortable decision. I mean, putting you in an uncomfortable place. Right? And seeing what decisions you're going to make. Are you going to fold? Are you going to fumble? Are you going to stand on the word? What are you going to do? Because yes, I've given you the prophecy. You're going to be this and you're going to be that. Yea, the Lord will say unto you. And you received it. Even fell on the floor for about 10 minutes. Now, when you get up, now is the time of the washing of the water. The The Lord says, if I didn't love you, I would let this, I would let them give you this word. I would give this word through them to you and then let you go on out there in your pride, in your arrogance, in your haughtiness, in you thinking it's you, that you're a one-man band, that you don't need nobody. I would, if I didn't love you, I would let this happen. I would let you go out in the world. I would let you continue to fumble the ball. I would let you do it. I will let you believe that because you left me, the gift giver, and you think that you can pick up other stuff along the way to continue walking in the word that I gave you, I will let you pick up black magic. I will let you pick up white magic. I will let you pick up soothsayers. I will let you pick up warlocks and wizards. I will let you pick up earthly wisdom, devilish wisdom. I will let you go by way of the carnal realm. I will let you, but because I love you, I'm going to send you through the fire. And while I send you through the fire, I'm already prepared for your carnal mindset because I know how the carnal mind is. I made the carnal mind. I'm, I'm already prepared for you to say, Lord, I'm confused. Lord, you gave me this such a beautiful word. And Lord, I had already been going through before, and I thought this was my breakthrough. This was my come up. This was my breaking forth and being victorious. And now it just seems like stuff has gotten darker. I just don't understand. That, too, is something that the Lord wants to get rid of. You're complaining. Just complain, complain, complain. Hush. See? In the darkness... In times of betrayal, in in, in times of not understanding, times of what we call despair, the Lord is always teaching us stuff. And the student never stops learning from the teacher. Have you learned to be thankful in all things for this is my will concerning you? Have you learned to present your body to me a living sacrifice? It's reasonable for you. Have you learned to keep your eyes on me? I'm going to keep you in perfect peace, although I'm leading you by the valley of the shadow of death. Why? Because those over there, they are too good to come by way through the valley of the shadow of death. Those over there, they found a way that seemed right. Them over there, they, they learned a few things about me. And then they said they let me go, the gift giver, they let me go. They kept the gift, all right, without repentance. And now they're picking up other things on the way. They're picking up warlocks, they're picking up wizards, they're picking up, uh, card readers, they're picking up, uh, black magic, white magic, red magic. They're picking up all kind of stuff, them over there. So, but I'm taking you by the way of the valley of the shadow of death. You don't have to fear and evil. This is the way that I desire to take you because you Are learning to depend on me every day. You're learning to depend on me. The author and finisher of your faith. You're learning every day. So while it may seem like Lord I don't understand. Why is it that you know I know you promised me these things. But it hasn't come to pass. It's because the Lord is teaching us something. Before I give you this. Before I let you fully walk in this, you gotta learn what I'm trying to tell you. You gotta see what I'm trying to show you. You have to comprehend. You have to understand what it is that I desire for you. Because when you, when I put you in this place, you're not going to fail me. So. It seems like, Lord, I've been going through, now this word has come, and oh, I'm so excited. Now it seems like I thought it was the bottom before the word came. Now it's really the bottom of the barrel, now that the word has come, right? And sometimes it can be so to the point where, when somebody says, can I prophesy? And you're like, no, please don't, please don't, please don't. Why? <laughs> well, because... I know what happens after prophecy. For those of us that are walking this word out, we know what happens after prophecy. Now it's time for the darkness. Now it's time for the enemy to just wreak havoc. Why does the Lord, the Lord can say no. He can say no to the devil at any time. But have you ever wondered why is it that the Lord don't tell the enemy no after you get a word? After there's a word spoken of your life, why don't the Lord tell the enemy no? Now, to some things like the, uh faith being things happening to you that are fatal, things like this. The Lord don't let the enemy do, th- do these things to us. Right. But there are there's a certain amount of things the Lord does that the enemy do. But it's only so that you and I can turn up as pure gold. He loves us this much. Did I tell you that we were in the 11th hour? We're in the 11th hour. And the Lord says, it's time out now for those that are playing. you understand? It's time out now for those that are playing. It's time out for it. It's time out for it. Because this is where and when it counts. This is where and when it counts. The 11th hour. After the 11th hour, that's midnight. It's over. Alright, it's over. So now is the time, says the Lord, where everything is strategic. Everything counts. Everything. Everybody that I'm sending forth matter. No matter how great we think it is or how small we think it is, everything is strategically done. Everything is strategically done. Everything is strategically done. And because it's in the 11th hour, this is when okay the rubber meets the road this is when the man is dribbling the ball and he's it seems like he's far away from the goal and everybody is sitting in dispense because the score is 28 to 28 and everybody's on the edge of their seats and the timer is running out the timer is running out right and now the man It seems like the man is far away from the goal and it seems like we're far away. okay, from Revelation 19, when it it says that Jesus is so excited because the bride has made herself ready. It seems like we are far away from the goal. But just as everybody is looking and it's looking like you are so far away from the goal, you ain't going to make it. Y'all, we won the game. Let's go. Oh my goodness. We finna go celebrate that that team lost. We won just as the enemy is, is getting his folks together. Say, Hey, look, they're far away from the goal. It's true enough. They got the ball. Look at the timer. The timer is running out just then. It's a faith move. Do we hold the ball? Because it seems like we're far away from the goal. G-O-A-L. It seems like we're far away from the goal of... Presenting our bodies and living sacrifice. It seems like we're far away from the goal of, of walking by faith and not by what we see. It seems like we're far away from the goal okay, of righteousness and holiness and being sanctified and set apart. It seems like we're far away from the goal. But you see, the Lord knows and, and since the beginning, he made it to where? You're going to need me. And the opposing team, they thought they were not going to need me. Come to find out, it's just like I said, you do need me, right? So now this man is dribbling the ball. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And every time the ball hit the, the floor, boom. It's like everybody stops breathing. Boom. Hits the floor again. And he's dribbling. And he's going through his leg and he's dribbling and dribbling. So far away from the goal. And everybody's saying 10, 9, 8. That person in that moment has a choice to make. Jesus in this moment in John 18. In this moment, Jesus had a choice to make. You understand? In that moment, in this moment, the moment where you are right now, you have choices to make. I have choices to make because believe it or not, the enemy is hollering. Ten. Nine, eight, seven. And in this moment, we begin to make a decision. Am I going to walk by faith and not by sight? Because if I walk by sight, I'm going to keep holding this ball because I'm so far away from the goal. I. It looks like I'm so far away from the goal. It looks like I'm so far away from my calling. It looks like I'm so far away from what I'm supposed to be doing. It looks like I'm so far away. But the Lord says, I have you right where I want you. Because if you were right by the goal, nobody would say it's me. Nobody would give me the credit. I'm Christ and you, the hope of glory. If you were right by the goal, if you were right by what, where you think you're supposed to be, if you were right there, nobody would give me glory. But because it seems like you're so far away. Because it seems like it's, it's, it has an appearance that you're not going to make it. It has an appearance your feet is not where they're supposed to be. Amen. It has an appearance. Okay. That, that that yeah, you're not going to make it. So you're there and your feet are planted and you have the ball. And now they're on five, four. And in that moment, we really throw that ball up as hard as you can. It's not by power or by might but it's by my spirit says the lord and this is what differentiates us from the world we are here because of the Spirit of the Lord. We are able to live, move, and have be because the Spirit of the Lord. We are able to continue on even though it looks hazy. It looks like it's dark. It looks like it's not going to work out. It looks like it'll never happen. It looks like you're not going to make it to the next level. It looks like the word has been spoken. Now there's this period of darkness and it looks like you're going to die in the darkness. You're not going to make it through. It just looks like that but the lord is waiting on what faith the size of a mustard seed will you continue to hold the ball or will you release it i've given you a word says the lord will you give it back to me or are you just gonna hold it gonna hold it give it back to me right what does this mean this means don't try to work it out don't try to figure it out i already got it all i need you is to put one step In front of the other one, in front of the other one, in front of the other one. And as I'm ordering your steps in my word, these are the things on your path. Yes. So anytime we get a word, you're going to be this and you're going to be that and you're going to be a healer and you're going to be a deliverer and you're going to. Yeah. Anytime we get a word right after that word is just like, David, now what do I do? Do I run out to the hospitals and sorry, or do I do this or do I do that? And we run out to the hospital and we come back and now we done got the flu. We went in there and played, prayed for somebody with the flu. We done came back a week later. We got the flu. Now this is the darkness. Now this is the mindset that we're fighting now. Lord, you said I was a healer and I went out and I prayed and, and I caught what they had and I just, don't, I don't understand. And this is the sinking. This is the sinking that we have to make through. It doesn't mean that, uh, you're not a healer. It doesn't mean you're not that deliver. It doesn't mean you're not that spokesman. It doesn't mean you, you know, you're not this or you're not that. It doesn't mean that. It means the Lord says, I'm going to make sure that your zeal and that wisdom and that knowledge and that revelation and your love for me of all above all and your faith. I'm going to make sure all of these things are just balanced. Right. Because if you just go out on zeal, you're going to mess up. If you just go out on stuff you believe, you know, you're going to mess up. But because this is the 11th hour, no, everything is strategic now everything is strategic now so what is the best thing you and i can do as far as betrayals as far as the darkness as far as it seems like i was elevating but now not so much what is the best thing we could do amen god bless you uh everything jesus god bless you uh i'll let you come up and speak if you stick to the end i'm just just a few more minutes and it it seems like You know, it seems like we've done all we can do, but yet there's darkness and there's gross darkness. And the Lord is desiring for you and I. And it all boils back down to the word It's never going to boil back down to nothing else. This is the foundation. And when you're walking in your home, when you're walking in a supermarket, when you're walking in the mall, you're walking on a foundation. And if that foundation get up and move, you're going to be in trouble. So anytime we come in the podcast, every single thing we talk about is going to, Lord willing, ball back down to the foundation of the word. So what do we do in times of darkness, in times of betrayal? Jesus went through it. Everybody go through betrayal. Remember when we were talking about the owl? We move up to the mountaintop away from everybody. now nobody can't betray me. And people People know you done moved up to the mountain. So now here they come up the mountain looking for you. And you just looking out the window and you see them and there's this owl in the tree. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And you're like, shut up, owl, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Who? Who? It's just an owl being an owl. Hoo, hoo, hoo. The Lord is always going to make sure that we get that level up, even if it comes to an animal. <laughs> Amen. A lot of times it comes through brute beasts of men. Yes, men that have opened themselves up. OK, this is the test. You got to go through the test. Don't sink. Don't fail. Don't fumble because we just get swallowed up in the test. Now we're bitter. Now we're resentful. Something else that is beautiful that the Lord gives us is credit. Did you know that you can be going through a place that seems dark and the Lord could be purifying? This is his cleansing. This is a him sending us through the fire so we can come out as gold. But even in this place, if we try our best to keep the word, Lord, thank you. This feels terrible, but Lord, thank you. Lord, I don't see my way, but thank you. Right? If we continue to stand on the scripture, stand on the word, stand on the foundation, the Lord begins to give us credit. You understand? And what do I mean by credit? I mean by uh, the things that the Lord has told you. You're going to walk in. And he'll let you start seeing it. Glimpse of it. You understand? Glimpse of it. Like, look at this. We're in John 18. And we look at Jesus. All right. Uh, Judas is there now. Verse 4. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him. Went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? Now, verse four is very key. This is something else the Lord teaches us in darkness. You don't have to just try to be smart all the time. We don't have, Oh, I'm so intellectual and look at what I know and look at what I know. Sometimes it just don't, you know, it's, it's, it's Eve. That is what it is. It's Eve. And if we, if we go on back over here to Eve here and look at her mannerisms. Let's look at her mannerisms. Her mannerisms, when the serpent asks her, okay, did have God said that you should not eat of the tree of the garden? Well, now she's got to seem all intellectual. Well, you know, the Lord didn't say that we can eat of the trees of the garden. He said we can eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. And so, you know, blah, 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 blah. It, it ain't, it ain't. Sometimes it's not all about what you know. Sometimes it's about, can you hush? Can we, can I hush? Can I be quiet? Can I listen? So Jesus said, whom seek ye? The Bible says, therefore Jesus knowing all things, but yet Jesus said, who do you seek? Now don't that seem a little, it seems like you don't know. You, I thought you knew everything, but apparently you don't because you're asking me who I'm seeking. So apparently you don't know. Yeah, I do know. You don't know that I know. And that's another thing. Is there secrets that can be kept? Can I tell you something tell you don't speak of this and you don't speak of it? And there are many, many, many things. A lot of times we say, Lord, I'm waiting on you. He's like, no, sweetheart. I'm literally waiting on you. I'm waiting on you to thank me for the darkness. I'm waiting on you to thank me for the things that you're going to learn in this dark place. Because you're not going to stay here. But I, I promise you, if I put you up. If I put you up in front of mine. Mine that has already been wounded. Mine that has already been bleeding. Mine that has already been broken. Mine that that is looking for me. Looking for me every day. Praying for me every day. Praying for a word from somebody every day. If I send you to my sheep. The ones that's bleeding. You're going to go through. And you're going to turn forth as pure gold. You will do it. So now is. Who's going to pay the price? Jesus said to pay. Who's going to sacrifice their life? Who's going to fast and pray? Who's going to love their neighbors? Teach little children how to pray. Tell me who's going to pay the price? Jesus said to pay. Because many times people feel like it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. And I'm not, I'm you know, I got the word. All this over here is just too much. When I can go right over, I can go right here. I can go right over here. I can collaborate with this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. And I can have everything the Lord said. That is true. That is true. We can go our own way and make stuff happen. But we've seen how that works. Is that wisdom to do? Or is it, Lord, let me go by the way that you're saying. Let me go the backside of the mountain. Let me do it the way you you did it with Moses. Okay? Let 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 me let me do it the way you did it with David. Right? So when I said credit, okay, it says verse 5, they answered him Jesus of Nazareth Jesus said unto them I am he, and Judas also which betrayed him stood with them. As soon as he had said unto them I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. That's credit. All right. Now, Jesus had all power. Yes, he did. Okay. But when he said, I am he, and they went backwards. This is this. This is one of those. This is to show. Okay. The Lord. Now he hadn't been crucified yet. But just in that instant, this is the power. Right. In me and your case, this is the power that you're going to have. Okay. This is. This is the things that you have to look forward to. And a lot of times the Lord can show us in the process. He can show us this right here. He can give us snippets. He can release different heat and he does. I'm a witness. He released different things to us to show us this is this is what it is. Now, the, the prophecy that the word of the, the word that I gave you is true. And if you keep walking as you keep walking, this right here that I'm showing you, this right here that you're experiencing is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. But because he loves us, he gives us little baby steps. He gives us a measure. I'm going to give you a little measure of it and see how you do. Do you get prideful? Do you get haughty? Do you get high minded? Do you think you all that because I didn't get you a little measure? Because if so, I'm finna, I'm finna, yeah, yeah. It's more trials that got to send you through because you've got to learn this. We have to learn this. Right. So many times, you know, we could be in a place where it seemed like stagnation. We call it stagnation because the world tells you you have to be flying here and flying there and zoom, 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 zoom. And this is when you really made it. But I look at the ones that zoom, 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 zoom. And I don't really see, you know. No, I don't. I don't see what I'm looking for. So, if 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 it's your, if, if if it's your desire to be one of the ones that zoom 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 zoom, that's easy for the enemy to give you that. But to be honest, it's my desire that the kingdom of heaven come into the earth. That's that's been my desire, and something so tall a desire like that, it takes paying the price you know and it's not always popular to pay the price many times people want to bow out left and bow out right but i believe you and i we're we've made it because we have the choice remember we have the ball five four three and right at two the man throws the ball and there's nothing left but a hope and a prayer He throws the ball up. There's nothing left now but a hope and a prayer that the Lord will do what only he can do. Right. And just then, when the buzzer, the ball goes in the net. swish everybody get up and and roar everybody is, everybody is excited everybody is, is is shaking each other and dancing and screaming and hollering because the man with the ball believed enough don't go by what you see but you got to go by what you know and what do we know today We know that it is Abba that walks with us. We know that it is Abba that holds our hand. We know that it is him that leads us and guides us in all truth and righteousness. And with that knowing, amen, with that knowing, we have to continue on to uh, with the faith. We have to continue on in the faith. Amen. Because it's the eleventh hour. Amen. So I pray that even with John chapter eighteen, we read a couple of verses here. And I pray that you are able to see something maybe in your life, or maybe you can help inspire someone else. Amen. That it's it's really okay. It's really okay to it. Seems like, Lord, I don't understand why. But the Lord is saying, I want you to continue learning what I'm trying to teach you. Right. The Lord, whether we believe it or not. All right. Because every man is right in his own eyes, whether we believe it or not. The Lord is always trying to teach us something, whether we believe it or not. He's always trying to show us something. He's always trying to tell us something. And he's always trying to get us to level up. Anytime we begin to see ourselves above the level up, we don't level up right not with God anyway we can level up with man and man every man can see your talent just as clear as day they can send you out there knowing you ain't ready but just because you talented just because you're talented, I'm going to send you out there. Just because you're talented and you got a little gift to preach, you got a little gift to teach, you got a little gift to prophesy. You got a little gift to sing. You got a little gift to pray. Got a little gift to witness, got a little gift. All right. Men are geared by gifts. God is geared by maturity. Remember, men are geared by gifts. God is geared by maturity. Who is that mature part in us is him. Are you willing, ready, and preparing yourself to take me on the journey with you? Because if you're not prepared to take me on the journey, I'm not talking about a knowledge of me. I'm talking about, are you prepared to take the relationship with me? Will you take the relationship with me? Because when you make it up in your mind that you're not going to do it without me, this is when men you can go. This is when men you can do. This is when men you can say, because when it all boils down, it's all about me when it all falls down. The mission is about me. The teaching is about me, right? Everything is about me. It's pointing back to me and back to my coming, right? Everything is not about you. It's not about your name. It's not about lights. It's not about cameras. It's not about action. It's about are you in the place to be able to receive me? Because I'm not gonna let you go without me. You can go the way they went. And it looks like they're succeeding, but I'm telling you, you don't want to go that way. You want to go by way of the word, the washing of the water of the word. This is what we desire on today. Amen. This is what we desire. Those that will pay the price that Jesus said to pay. If you suffer with me, it's a suffering going by the valley of the shadow of death. You don't think so? A shadow of death? What does that mean? I feel like I'm going to die. I feel like I'm gonna die dead. You know hear I me? Mean? I feel like I'm gonna die dead. Yeah. This is the valley of the shadow of death. But while going through, the Lord said, "Remember that I am with you." Well, well, who are you, Lord? I am life, which tells you I don't care how bad it gets. You're not gonna die because you're with me, who's life, and I can't die, right? Going by way through the valley of the shadow of death. Amen. I pray that something was said. I'm going to end it right there. Saints, look, Jesus went through the garden. Okay. And there he faced the betrayal. But Jesus didn't allow himself, his spirit to sink right there. Neither can you. There are going to be people that let you down. Okay. There are going to be situations that let you down. Hey, I thought this was going to turn out better than it did. It didn't. Right. Situations let us down. People let us down. Okay, life circumstances can let us down. But Father says, forget all that. I want you to see me and everything. I want you to understand what I'm trying to teach you, what I'm trying to show you, what I need you to know before you go through to the next. Amen. I want you to realize that your next ain't gonna matter a hill of if I'm not with you. If I mean you don't have a relationship, your next. You might as well count it as your last. Amen. Because it's not going to work if I'm not with you. Amen. So have we developed an appetite for a relationship with the Lord in the darkness? Have we developed an appetite for a relationship with the Lord? That's the question. Do you have an appetite for a relationship with the Lord? Amen. I know we have appetites for this and appetites for that, but do we have an appetite for a relationship? With Abba, because he says this, learning this and what looks like darkness, it's really not darkness. It's the cleansing and the washing of the water by the word It's trying to see, can you turn up as pure gold? It's trying to see, will you continue to stand on my word? Will you continue? Because with that being said, if you continue, the Lord says, now is the time where I'm going to give you the promised land. But people are not telling you that you're going to have to go through to get it. People are not telling you that the Lord is not just allowed anybody to just be thrown up. No, if you're gonna go, and I give you the weight of my word, and I, if I give you the weight of my word, you're gonna go through a tra- you're gonna go through a testing. You're gonna go through a trying period. You're gonna go through the darkness. All right, you're gonna go through this word being a lamp into your feet and a light into your path. Right, you're going to go through knowing. That it's only by having a relationship with me are you going to, what they call, succeed. And succession is not what they deem a success. They deem a success having thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, and thousands of people. OK, that's just singing your praise. What God deem a success is having 12 men around him, having 12 and they listen, receive it. Not just receive it, they eat it, they become it, and then they spread it. That's a success. Amen. Saints, I love you all so much. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name.